0: welcome everybody it's your host rick and this is get unstuck live happy and free a podcast that i hope uh, will definitely help you out in life with some of the crap that we all got to go through Um, please uh, do check out the show notes you'll see some uh, great resources there links to our guests and please uh, check out the donation links if you can or buy me a gosh darn coffee if you like i'm happy to take it um, and really do appreciate it helps keep the show alive. Uh, like I say, you can link up with our guests as well there. So if you hear somebody on the show that you're interested in what they do or want to read their books or whatever, uh, you can see the links uh, for them in the show notes as well if they've got some. Um, and yes, and please check out uh, on redbubble.com. You just go redbubble.com and do a search for Studio 17 Designs. Um, that studio and then the number 17 designs with the letter z Uh, they've got uh, some great funny and inspirational like birthday and holiday halloween christmas and stuff for dancers i think in movie and tv business folks but just for everybody um so great inspirational uh sayings and slogans and funny stuff that you know you can throw onto a t-shirt or a hat or a mug and put it at your desk at work when you're having a crappy day and lift your spirits up. Um, but, uh, please support them as well. Hopefully it can help you get through some of the crappy stuff that we all go through. And, uh, now we're just continuing on with part two of the last podcast. So check out part one of this. So, you know, where we left off and what the hell we're talking about. Enjoy. Oh,
1: wow. Ah, uh, gosh. I mean,
0: it sounds like a lot because you can't even say it, right? Yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> I, I don't even know how to put it into words, but I think, you know, it's it's everything I live for, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, ever since my first trip overseas um, to the first third world country I visited, I just had this massive weight on me to to help give people opportunities So to be able to do that with every part of who's involved, the travelers, the nonprofits, you know, myself, um, it's a win-win-win and, and to see, you know, not just the experiences that people get to do, but the, the actual lifelong changes as a result of it is, I mean, there's no words for that.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know, there's something uh, I chat about sometimes on the show, you know, is that we sometimes are thrust off the, you know, edge of the diving board in order to jump in, right, um, or go off the deep end to try and, you know, go after our dreams. And maybe with you, with COVID hitting, that was the thing that thrust you, you know, into doing this new venture, which has turned out great. Um, so, you know, the thing I'd like to try and remind folks out there listening is that, when something does come and you know interrupts your life or when some bad news does come I know you hear the sayings of like well always look for the silver lining you know or well this might just be an opportunity for you or you might be grateful for this later Um, and I just want to reiterate you know that those things those sayings are sayings for a reason um, because they can be true so try to do a bit of emotional regulation, um, for yourself. If, you know, the crap hits the fan, um, take a breath for a second, you know, take a pause before you go with your gut reaction and think, Boy, I don't know what the lesson's going to be here, you know, and I can't even fathom what this lesson is, you know, in this challenge or obstacle for me, um, or I can't even imagine what the opportunity here is for me or how this might change my life for the better. Um, but just take a pause for a second and try to think like that. Um, think of the possibilities and it can help to bring down your emotional reaction to something um, at the split second that it happens. Um, I'm always amazed, you know, my folks who have, have suffered some serious uh, injury or they've become paralyzed, And they say, well, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me because now I, you know, go out and speak to students across the country and I always wanted to, you know, be a motivational speaker, but I had nothing to talk about or, you know, whatever, you know, their situation was. And I just sit there saying, wow, you are amazing. You know, you are 100% an adaptable, resilient human being that we all really have the capacity to be. Um, And that's why I'm so inspired by people like that, because, you know, they are human, just like anybody else, just like you, when you're sitting there on the couch, ready to, you know, put a gun in your mouth or when you're just, you know, down and out about losing your job or whatever, those same people that you say, how the hell can they do it? They have no other superpower, just like, you know, our guest today, as, as she said herself, you know. She's not different from everybody else, but you were able to, you know, do something that maybe not a lot of other folks would do. But, you know, I love when our guests can serve as a living example, as inspiration that you don't have to be superhuman; you just need to be human, and you can do those those amazing things also. So, thanks for inspiring out there, okay, Kara? <laughs> oh,
1: thank you. I appreciate
0: yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so. Um, one other thing I want to ask you about is, um, you know, where do you think that this desire to help others came from? Um, and, and has that always just been part of your makeup since you were young? Um, I, you know, I thought for a while that I just like had the fireman syndrome, always needing or wanting to help others. And that's a great thing. Um, but sometimes that can, um, you know, that can kind of force you into, you know, not taking care of yourself enough because you are always looking out for others. um, And that can bring you down and that can bring you a lot of stress. And for folks who are really empathetic, um, sometimes you can have basically empathy overload, you know, and there's a big difference, um, you know, for folks out there who, who maybe, Get down, and I used to have this problem as well until not too long ago when I really realized uh, there's another way to look at the world or any bad situation out there. In the past, I would see, you know, the news like everybody else, I would see all the terrible, horrible things that happen in the world, I would see my mom get breast cancer and sit there with her in chemo, you know, with her hair falling out and saying, this person has never done anything wrong. They're like an angel and they have to suffer through this. You think of the billions of people around the world dying just because they don't have clean water or babies that are dead from diarrhea, from dysentery, things that would never happen in first world countries. And For me, um, most of my life that has just been totally overwhelming, you know, with the big question of why the hell, you know, is this happening? Why is it this way? And you can question, you know, God, if you believe in God or, you know, just the fate of the world, or you can be angry um, or you can throw it on to the devil or, you know, if you believe in that, or, you know, there's lots of things you can do with it, but that empathy kind of overload that's on all the time can be so freaking exhausting number one and it can mentally just bring you down to a point of hopelessness um that i certainly have reached many times um but like i said it wasn't until recently that i realized empathy is one thing you know and putting yourself in another person's situation and feeling that that same kind of pain and sadness and sorrow that they're going through right that's one thing but being compassionate um is a, is a little bit of a perspective shift where you can look at that same situation and say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I want the best for this person you know, in that situation. I wish them you know, the good health uh, that I think they deserve. I, I wish them the opportunity to be able to learn. And therefore think for a second, and what can I do to be part of that, right? Even though you might not be helping to save those thousands of kids every day that are dying around the world literally hands-on because you're not there you can find a good website that deals with that problem and simply make a donation to it or become you know one of their members and help to spread their word on social media Um, if you if you think about how can i be involved in solving this thing that I'm so sad about, or I feel so much empathy for it can help you to come away from that hopelessness and more towards an empowerment of, you know, realizing, yeah, this thing sucks. Yes, it's not good. And I really want, you know, to do something to be part of changing it. Cause I don't want to be this way for people or the world. And you can do a little, you don't have to become mother Teresa, but you can do something so that you feel, okay, I'm having a bit of an impact and therefore it takes you away from that, that hopelessness that you might've felt before. So that, that was a big help for me in uh, kind of shifting that perspective. So for anybody else out there, uh, I hope that's beneficial if you feel hopeless about the world every time you're watching the news and looking at statistics. And for you, uh, you Cara, know, how, how did um, you know, this come about originally? You know, your empathy and compassion for helping others um and um yeah and and does it ever bring bring you down actually
1: Hmm. I'll be honest and growing up in my teenage years and a little bit beyond I was extremely selfish
0: Mm -hmm. I like all (laughs) Um, of us yeah
1: yeah and I so I actually if you're on uh visit our website our about page kind of tells the story of what happened Mm. um so it was again, that first trip abroad. And I, you know, we're, this was probably, the, I think this was our last stop on the trip. So we had been over in Southeast Asia for about two weeks at this point And everyone else in the group, you know, they were crying all the time and feeling all these things. And mm. I felt like a stone wall. And I, in my head, I'm like, why am I not having these emotions like everybody else? And, you know, just kind of starting my to question my, my ability to feel Mm -hmm. and to have compassion. Um, And then on this last day, we visited an orphanage, um, this was in Cambodia. And, you know, the kids were just cheerful, they were bright, they were laughing, they spoke perfect English, they would talk to us about what they wanted to be when they grew up. Um, They saw this whole world of opportunity. And when I looked around, all that I saw was this dirty, dusty shell of a building, and these kids with nothing but a dream. Mm -hmm. And I cried. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I finally felt something. And it was because, you know, these kids are no different than myself when I was their age. The problem is that, like you were saying, the opportunity, right? Yeah. So I started to question like, how many of these things are predetermined? And how fair is that? And what can I do to help change that? Even if it's, you know, just a little bit, can I at least help give one kid what they need to get these dreams, um, to make these dreams a reality? And and that's where it all started.
0: Wow, that's so great. I mean, just when you were telling the story i was like i want to go there i want to be there it's like uh, to, to hear the you know to hear the the kids you know talk uh, you know about their dreams and it's just it's so inspirational that you know i don't know it's, it's like before you get sort of jaded by the world or before you you know i before you just get worn down too much by kind of the the tougher realities of life you you know you can still have those kind of hopes and dreams and all that stuff. And, and I think that's, you're so right about that is like that. It really is, you know, if we do want to make an impact or we do want to change the world, quote unquote um, or somebody's world, you really, that's like such a great place to start. You know what I mean? And you can learn something from those kids. And I learn something all the time, everywhere I go from every single person that I sit with you know or just bump into or watch them how they live their life um you know whether it's something as amazing as you know somebody that you would say my god how are they even surviving right but yet they're a hell of a lot happier than my rich neighbor back home you know i mean and they're like happy and smiling and they they'd love sitting here you know under candlelight with their family, you know, you know, eating with their hands, um, you know, sitting on the, this straw mat in the hut. And God, there's so much joy and love and connection be, between everybody here. Um, and, it, you know, if you just look at it in physical terms or financial terms, you're like, and they've got absolutely nothing. And yet, you know, uh, we, we all know the reality of Money not making you happy and can't buying you happiness and just because you got that house that uh, you thought was going to make you happy doesn't mean that it's going to um and i love that quote uh something like what um what what do people who don't have enough money or and people who have too much money um what do they have in common That neither one of them are happy right um yeah so it's obviously um, we know even though we continue to push it in our you know commercial and um, materialistic society in the states um, that oh you'll be happier when you get this or you'll be happier with this material thing um we certainly as a young culture uh in this country because it's a young country in comparison to you know eastern cultures that have been around for thousands of years um and there's reasons why uh so many folks in the west you know go back to those eastern older cultures that have the years of wisdom and maybe they learn that you know riches and fame isn't what makes you happy but having contentment or having those people connections and relationships and relationships with yourself and nature and on and on and on, um, are things that are really the keys to, you know, putting a smile on your face and feeling grateful each, each day for being here. Um, I know we're getting close to the top of the hour, but I want to make sure that I get a couple other questions in here. Um, for yourself, obviously your business, that's great. That keeps you going. Um, you have certainly a lot of reasons to be motivated all, all those, you know, organizations that you can help out there. Um, and as, as you're doing that, um, do you have, you know, thoughts, uh, you know, or advice for people who they are feeling stuck, they have not reached their dreams. They have not, um, started a company that they always want to start. Um, and they want to they want to be like you right they want to get to get to the happiness or the fulfillment that that you're getting to now Um, would you have advice for folks out there who maybe have similar dreams to yourself
1: yeah so first of all i want to share that this is this is actually not a dream that i always had (laughs) Mm. i never had any desire to be an entrepreneur Mm. um I, I almost feel like this chose me in a way mm. and I'm not mad about it at all. Um, but yeah, it's it's not something that I envisioned for my life. <laughs>
0: and it's interesting, I just don't wanna, I wanna butt in for a second and say to folks out there that hear that, that you know, once again, this is just showing you that some big change, uh, it may not have been the thing you had on your dream or your vision board at all, right? But it ends up being something that gives you that same happiness, you know, contentment that you would have never thought would have come from it. So be, be open to, you know, things that come your way or where life guides you um, or what it sends you, because you never know that could be the thing, even though you never thought it, sorry to interrupt you.
1: No, no, not at all. Yeah. Change can be scary, uh, especially when it's change that you don't necessarily choose for yourself. Um, yeah. And so I think, you know, there's a few things that really helped me. One of them, back to the original story, which is just one step at a time, a hundred percent, having those, you know, you have that big picture, but breaking it down into yearly, monthly, weekly goals, daily goals. I've noticed that in my day, if I have, you know, a list of things that I need to check off, It really helps motivate me, especially being, you know, I don't have a boss telling me what to do. So, if I have my checklist, you know, I I'm not restricted by time per se. It's more get these things done, and then you're you're free to do what you want with your day. So that's been really helpful for me. Um, Surrounding myself with an amazing circle of people, the majority of my friends and the people that I spend time with, they're thought-provoking they're entrepreneurs they're living the life that they've chose and they're encouraging me and you know they they help empower me and build me up and they're also honest with me Mm -hmm. so you know to be able to have people who can have those conversations and be honest with you like hey you know you see me now and you see how successful I am but that man that first year that those first six months you know I have friends who Extremely successful now, but the first year of their own company or first six months, they were homeless, they were living out of their car and you know there's a handful of them. That have been through things like that, so it really helps you see that just because your year is hard it, you know it it was hard for other people too. and so it's really encouraging for me to see where they are now and understand that you know it was hard for them too. um that really helps me and um, i think continuing to to grow and to educate yourself you know there's so many free resources out there now um, whether it's online or local organizations um small business associations their resources and their knowledge and their mentorship programs are priceless um so i definitely get yeah. plugged into something like that as well if Um, growing your own business is something that you're interested in
0: yeah I talk sometimes about um, an organization that um, I've used in the past and I mentor for them and I'm a mentee with them um, because I believe you can never learn enough Uh, it's called score.org so it's just s-c-o-r-e.org actually run by the Uh, US Small Business Administration, but those are a great bunch of people who you can just go on there, you know, sign up for uh, an account just with your email, and start searching people in your field, um, who have been there done that and can uh, guide you and give you, uh, you know, their take on you know what you should be doing um, in order to try and you know reach where you want to with uh, whatever particular business or whatever field you're in. So you can literally put in travel, and it'll, you know it'll show up a bunch of people that have, were in that industry or you know technology or whatever. Um, so that's a great re- resource for anybody out there that's you know in the small business world or as an entrepreneur, um, you know, looking to start something. Um, so um, I just want to also ask you you know, specifically about, um, because I've seen on your site, um, you know, you have certain trips um, that happen at certain times uh, of the year. If people want to Uh, actually I'll take a quick look now, but, uh, okay. So I see you, you have specific locations like uh, Southeast Asia, and let's say you can click on this Cambodia trip. Uh, you can see prices for how long it is. And I guess there's an itinerary here. Yeah. So it tells you day by day what you do. Um, so for, uh, these dates on here available dates that means this is when a trip um, will be happening or no it needs to fill up to a certain amount of people so therefore people should get their name on the list as soon as possible how does it work with like booking a trip with you guys
1: yeah so the space is limited obviously with small groups who like to keep them small
0: <laughs> how small does that does that mean is there a minimum and a maximum or
1: yeah i like to keep you know I think that the sweet spot is 10 people um some of them will go a little bit larger um others yeah 10 people is ideal 10 to 15 um 20 is doable um but it's right around that range um yeah and we ha- we do have the dates out for a lot of things that it looks like this year we'll be able to do (laughs) Cambodia being one of them. So I I do see the restrictions lifting over there. So, you know, ideally that is going to um, stay on the calendar. Um, And yeah, we have payment plans available. So if you want to book and pay in full, or if you want to do three months, six month, you know, interval payments, whatever works best for people. My goal is not to break the bank. My goal is to give you a life-changing experience. So I want to make that, uh, reachable
0: for anyone who might be interested that's great so i see it here i mean this looks like a great deal i mean it's like you've got uh you know the obviously you list what's included the accommodations and excursions and you know what meals are included in the transpo and the guide i guess that's you uh, they get the guide the whole time um, and i mean i've traveled solo you know to so many places And I've taken, you know, friends to particular places um, that I had been to previously. So it was simple for me to, you know, uh, know the lay of the land and good places to go and get off the beaten path if they wanted, or be sure we hit the big, you know, tourist things if they wanted to see that. um, uh, and, And have sat in on some um really organized tours uh, like my parents want to go somewhere but they want to have me along with them to help out um, so you know I sat on the those big tour buses they had 60 you know retired folks on them um, and you know <laughs> hit, hit, yeah it hit every one of the tourist stops so I've seen the drastic difference between those kind of tours versus you know out with a solo backpack purposely lost in the middle of a country where you don't know anybody you don't speak the language and for me, that's a super fun, um, exciting adventure and challenge and learning opportunity um, to do it that way. Um, so where, where would you say that your, um, you know, your trips lie in, in between those uh, two extremes, just so folks, you know, set their expectations of what kind of trips yeah. these are.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing, you know, when you talk about challenges for me, I'm I'm much more like you. I love getting lost being off on my own. But I understand that the majority of people, and especially in this situation, that's not what you're looking to do. So Mm -hmm. this is it's somewhere in the middle. So yes, I am on all these trips, but we're also always with a local guide. So someone who speaks the local language, they know the way of the road um and that really helps build confidence and you know I I don't speak Cambodian or a lot of the languages Mm -hmm. of the places that we go to so I do like to always have somebody local with us um to work through those and they just they know more they're more experienced yeah of course um you know they can give you the tips and insights that I can't so I think that that's really beneficial um and I like to give you know we we do have a lot of the planned excursions but I also want to give people the opportunity to explore on their own. I think that's really important um to have enough free time where you can just get out and see what it is you want to see. I don't assume at any point that I know exactly what everybody wants to do all the time, so I like right. to give them that opportunity to to do that on their own. Mm-hmm. Um and then especially so with the Southeast Asia trip, there's a lot of countries very close together and if you're coming from the United States for example, it takes a good day to get over there, if not longer, um, mm-hmm. just with, you know, flights and everything. So you'll see the Cambodia trip is seven seven days and then there's Thailand and uh, Laos and maybe a couple others on there as well. So the way that we have it designed is the dates kind of roll into each other. So if you wanted to go for 14 days, you can look at the oh. patterns and select, you know, maybe you wanna see Cambodia and Laos or whatever it might be. Oh, okay. um, But I also wanted to make it so that you can, you know, cut out whenever you want to, too. So you're not committing to a a full month of travel, but just the parts that really are interesting to you.
0: Yeah. Well, now for you, um, just because, you know, I know the you know, difficulties of of travel and figuring out where the hell you're at or where you want to go to or, you know, what you don't want to miss, you know, or if you just want to say, screw it, I'm just gonna, you know, land there and who knows what direction I'll take or or where I'll go. I mean, I've done both, um, you know, ways. Um, But for you, since you're, you know, you're the leader of of, of these tours, it must take a decent amount of work on your part to, you know, organize these first and have things lined up in the destinations um, ahead of time, and then to corral and keep everybody together in your group, and you know, make sure they get in the band at the same time, or like, oh, why are these people late or sleeping still or whatever? Um, do you find that to be stressful, or is it like a great thing that you're like, no, I'm I'm helping to take care of people and give them this opportunity to experience? So I, I love doing that as a people person too. Or just curious, you know, how tough it is for you to to do all of this
1: yeah the planning I mean the more planning you do the more comfortable you are I think and with my background in events mm-hmm. I'm I'm used to being detail oriented so mm-hmm. in my previous career we would do timeline timelines down to the minute mm-hmm. saying where each person will be what's happening what's happening next mm-hmm. so I'm already very comfortable and Just automatically go into that level of detail with things and you're also thinking through okay so if this doesn't happen, then then. What's our alternative option so just thinking through each it sounds excessive, but I I really do think through each minute of the day, I think through what could possibly alter that minute and what we will do if it is altered. Um, so that takes an immense amount of time, but it's 110% worth it
0: Yeah. because
1: that way, when we're there, I'm confident and trusting, knowing what's going to happen next. So it allows me instead to focus on the travelers and what they're experiencing instead of being concerned about, well, is this going to happen? Is that going to happen? You know, what if this person doesn't show up? So, um, yeah, it's, it's all the planning is. The biggest part of it for yeah, sure
0: it's key how do you put just one last question about you know particulars on the trip is how do you keep up with um you know your local guides since you know you're not in that country and it's like uh those you know that person they move to another town, or you know, people have SIM cards, they don't keep the same phone number like we do in the mm-hmm. States for three years or or 30 years. Um, so it's just it's an ever-changing fluid situation in the destinations that you go to. Um, so how do you stay on top of on that aspect of it?
1: Yeah, so again, they're all I call them friends, they're people that I've known for years, they have um organizations and businesses and they've been in these countries for as long as I've known them um mm. and don't really see any anything changing soon um so but, I, I haven't had that happen
0: no, that's great so it's, it's great you have uh that kind of security uh, going into these trips um you know that you're not going to run into a bunch of problems, but it's also great. You know your previous experience that you have contingency plans for for everything. So that's awesome. So I would certainly recommend to people that they um, check out the website stateofunity.org. You might find a Life-altering experience sitting right there, ready for you. And uh, care can be part of providing that to you. Um, I um, really appreciate you coming on today, care. Thanks for having me on your show. Thanks for coming here and talking about what you do and uh, being open about your own life and what has got you to where you are today. I'm sure that people can find, you know, their golden nuggets of wisdom and uh, you know experience. Uh, something, you know, on their own um, due to the motivation or inspiration that you provided for them today. So thanks very much for that. I appreciate it. They do too.
1: No, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure talking with you and keep doing what you're doing as well. I think uh, definitely helping a lot of people out there. The message is one that should be spoken more on because I think it's something that every person
0: goes through. So thank you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, thank you. And for all of our listeners out there do check out um, other episodes. And if you didn't catch uh, the beginning of this do rewind, go back, listen to this podcast and check out um, Kara's podcast also, which is tell us about that and how people can find it.
1: Yeah, it's the State of Unity podcast. It is on all major platforms. So uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, um, Spotify. We also okay,
0: great. YouTube. All right. Just uh, research that on your, actually on your website. Uh, can people find your podcast through a link on your site or or they should just go to Spotify and look it up. Oh, uh, actually, I see on your site. Yeah, there is a little Spotify yeah. uh, logo down at the bottom there, so uh, you can just go to stateofunity.org and click on that logo and be able to hear uh, your shows. And I actually let people know um, what your shows are about. What is the podcast about? Is it just strictly about travel, or what else is it?
1: Yeah, it's not. It's actually uh, it's ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Great, so- that's
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah, a little bit of travel, a little bit of, a little
0: bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of just living life uh, the best that we can, and hopefully sharing, you know, that wisdom with others along the way. Well, you know, it'll uh, bring us a bit of joy uh, to ourselves at the same time. So, for listeners out there, thank you for spending your hour with us. I uh, appreciate it. Um, And uh, I hope you'll come back again and learn some more things that can help you get unstuck, live happy and free. So, thanks everybody for tuning in today. And thanks to our guests. And we'll see you all again here next time. Thanks, Kara. Take care now.
1: Thank you.
0: Okay. Bye bye, everybody.